From the nation's capital to the Sunshine State. It's compelling. The high plains of Kansas and the northeast corner of the land of enchantment. It's Monday. The land of EWTN all across the Lone Star State. It's GRN Alive. Bringing you faith, fun, and facts. Live from the studios of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Join us on the show. Call 877-757-9424. 877-757-9424. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to GRN Alive. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Have you said that yet today? Have you stopped for two and a half seconds and just given the Lord Praise. Well, try that right now. Wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, doesn't matter. If you're in it, if you're in public, it's even better. You get bonus points for being embarrassed a little bit. Just give it a just give it a good guttural go. Praise be to Jesus Christ. It's always a great way to start your day. Joe McLean here on the Monday version of GRN Live. It's great to be on with you. Have a great program lined up. Have I have I shared that with you before ever? Uh, I know I say it quite a bit, but this time I mean it. I really do. We have a great show lined up for you today. We're going to have Mother Miriam of the Lamb of God on the program, formerly known as Rosalind Moss. You know, I'm surprised. I'll say Rosalind Moss, and many people are like, who, who is that? Like, they know her as Mother Miriam. They've never known her as Rosalind. Uh, I had the privilege of, uh, of working with her back in the, the good old days when she was working at Catholic Answers Live. And uh, we're going to have her on as a guest today to talk about religious persecution, religious liberty, the need to uh, to. Uh, to vote, to have Catholic principles in voting for policies that will help to protect us as Catholics, as faithful people, because the rise of attacks on the church are increasing by the day. Over the weekend, there was a story of uh, some graffiti on the cathedral of the Chaldean Catholics out in California. Uh, I've had the privilege of interviewing their their bishop before, the great, incredible group of Catholics that uh, go all the way back to the Apostle Thomas. Uh, so it saddens me to see how people have um, treated them over the weekend, but they're not alone. There are many, over 80 cases so far this year, just in 2020, of attacks on the church. So we'll be discussing a little bit of that with Mother Miriam of the Lamb of God, daughter uh, daughters of the uh, of Mary, Mother i got to say this again. Daughters of Mary, mother of Israel's hope. There we go. Got it right that time. Also on the program, Bree Dale joins the show once again. There is breaking news out of the Vatican about Cardinal Becciu being uh, relieved of his duty and stripped of his rights to vote in the next conclave. So that's kind of a serious story. He was the, uh, he was in charge of the, the, the prefect uh, for the causes of saints, but he was involved in a financial scandal and Bree will give us all the details. Plus, Cardinal Zen is in Rome. Trying to meet with His Holiness Pope Francis, uh, but the rumors are that the the uh, Chinese Vatican deal has been renewed. So bad news there. So Bree will give us uh, some of the breaking stories coming out of the Vatican all on today's program. So lots to discuss, plus the headlines. Teresa Kamar from HoustonCoalition.com is here with some pro-life news. And to hang out, Tim Mott's got the headline news. And David Magianis is back producing the show because last week was Producer Appreciation Day. When I when I was trying to produce the show all by myself, we all know how that went. So we're all very grateful for the team being back in the saddle this week. Let's begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known 
that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come. Before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O mother of the word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy. Hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And now the headline news with Tim Ott. The weekly number of new COVID-19 cases in the United States rose last week for the first time after falling for eight straight weeks, an increase that health experts attribute to schools reopening and parties over the Labor Day weekend. On Saturday, President Donald Trump officially presented Judge Amy Coney Barrett as his nominee to fill the vacancy on the Supreme Court following the death of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg last week. Presenting Barrett, Trump said the nomination of a Supreme Court justice is one of his most important duties as president. Trump said, quote, this is my third such nomination and it is a very proud moment indeed. St. Peter's Chaldean Catholic Cathedral in El Cajon, California, was defaced overnight on Friday with swastikas, an upside-down cross, and other messages spray-painted on the church's doors and entryways. In a statement posted on Facebook on Saturday, quote, It reminds us to pray for my brethren in Iraq that are facing persecution. Pray for the criminals who did this. The cathedral is the seat of the eparchy of St. Peter the Apostle of San Diego, an Eastern Catholic diocese of roughly 70,000 Catholics. A man who wielded a baseball bat on the grounds of Assumption Seminary in San Antonio, Texas, damaged a crucifix and several doors, but caused no harm to seminary students. The incident took place just after 10 p.m. on September 24th. The seminary asked for prayers for the unknown perpetrator and warned against a rush to judgment. The Spanish Conference of Religious has announced that on September 29th, tomorrow will be observed as a day of prayer for the 357 religious who have died from the novel coronavirus during the pandemic in Spain. The conference invited religious communities to participate in the day of prayer, which falls on the feast of the holy archangels Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael. And finally, President Trump and Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden will debate each other for the first time tomorrow evening at 9 p.m. Eastern, moderated by Chris Wallace. This will be the first of three presidential debates. And those are your GRN headlines for Monday, September 28th. St. Lorenzo Ruiz of Manila, pray for us, born around 1600 in Manila in the Philippines. Uh, he was a, a good husband, a good father, a practicing Catholic. Uh, he was a father of three, but unfortunately, in about his 37th year of life, he was accused of murder. Uh, the details there, we don't really know, but for whatever reason, he was accused of murder, and so he fled. He was seeking asylum, and he found his way onto a ship that contained a group of Dominican priests and a Japanese priest. He didn't know where they were going, but he thought it would be better than being tried and executed by the Spaniards. So he uh, he went on the voyage, and they took him to Japan. And when they got to Japan, the, it wasn't very long, they landed in Okinawa, that they were outed as Christian missionaries, which was illegal in Japan at the time. And they were taken to Nagasaki. There they were tortured. And there was a point because they would, you know, it was sort of like waterboarding. They would force uh, massive quantities of water down your throat and it would come out your sinuses. It would come out your nose and your ears and your eyes. And they would torture you by near drowning you for days on end when um, he almost, he got very, very close to recanting the faith. And they thought that they had him. But in the end, his wits came back to him and he professed his faith and his his desire to die as a martyr and his wish was granted and he died 
a martyr. He was, uh, I think, the first Filipino saint that we have in the canon. He died but just about this day, somewhere around the 28th, 29th, 30th of September, 1637 in Nagasaki, Japan. And uh, I think it brings to light a good thing for us to meditate upon today. The days ahead may be difficult. We may be tried and tempted to to forego our faith for whatever reason, whether it's pressure of friends or family members or society. But the question is, will we regain our wits? Will we stand fast and firm? Will we repent of our sins while we have breath in our lungs and be given the glorious crown that will last forever in heaven? May St. Lorenzo Ruiz of Manila pray for us to obtain that goal. Good morning, Teresa Camaro. Good morning, Joe. Praise be to Jesus. Praise be to Jesus and happy Eve of St. Michael. Of St. Michael. Michael. <laughs> so, um, uh, Michael, that's where I was going with this. Is the Polish Eve version Mikkel. or like St. Michael? <laughs> so I'm, I'm very excited that uh, tomorrow. I, I have this rock reliquary in my pocket right now. Yeah, so really. St. Michael, pray for us. Yeah, I remember us doing the show on that. It was, it was fascinating. I never heard of that location before. Yeah. So, so yeah, I didn't even know you could have a relic of an angel because they're not physical Praise beings be to Jesus. until we had that interview so that yeah. was that was definitely new for me um yeah it's been it's been a great week i'm super excited about all the pro life stuff happening lots going on oh yeah right uh this week uh, i think our, our boss is celebrating his birthday one of the founders that of the apostolate that is definitely a pro life right? reality Lynn Oswald, <laughs> didn't, you, didn't you say Lynn Oswald, uh, david monganis didn't you tell me Lynn's birthday's coming up or which it, it just passed i think but it was fairly recently but yeah. i get to celebrate 20 years of marriage this week oh, 20 okay. Years, a blissfully happy, incredible, best marriage ever. Just don't tell my wife, okay? This is keep that apart between us. But uh, she may have a different opinion of the last twenty years. But we celebrate twenty years nonetheless. Oh, this, she's this so week. proud of you. <laughs> she, she may not tell you at home, but she's very <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been a blessing. It's been an incredible blessing. Twenty years of marriage, and uh, so that's this week. Uh, you know, uh, I got to listen to Dave Palmer's show on Friday. I, if you don't listen to Dave Palmer's version of Jaron Live Friday, start this week. He's got a great show. Uh, I really enjoyed the conversation that we talked about Amy Coney Barrett last week with Brent Haynes. And were we right or were we right? Absolutely, we were right. And, and what a relief because, um, the, of course, sometimes you're known by your enemies and sometimes you're known by your friends. And the fact that she is part of the Federalist Society, they've been promoting her. The fact that we've seen so many pro-life organizations promote her name, including the Susan B. Anthony list that met with Trump and encouraged him to vote for her and that he listened to them. Um, and also the fact that, um, Planned Parenthood is so upset that she is going to be in. I mean, I think that's a huge, huge testament to the risk that is to Roe v. Wade. But I think it's even more important, as Brett covered in the last show, that she is very much for supporting the Constitution. So she as she can look at overturning Roe v. Wade as the case comes before her, and she can look at it within the legitimacy of yeah. the Constitution. And Roe v. Wade can be overturned within the actual framework of our Constitution. And so that's very exciting <laughs> because they don't have to rewrite anything. They can go back and correct what was rewritten by nine male Supreme Court there justices. There was a great <laughs> meme floating around the interwebs over the weekend of uh, the French president, Macron, Macron, Macron? Uh, I believe if you say it that way. Uh, he was, remember he made some statement about, show me a woman with eight children who's educated. And then, so there's like half of the picture is him saying that, uh -huh. and the bottom half is Amy Coney Barrett saying, here I am. Yeah, you called. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's the 
beauty of this is she is such a highlight for what the feminist movement really promoted. Like, you can have it all. You can do anything you want to do. And the reality is, for Catholics, we can say, and you don't have to sacrifice your children to achieve your dreams. And one of the things I loved about her speech uh, after her nomination officially on Saturday is she gave so much tribute uh, to her family and to her husband, who was so Amen. supportive. And actually, yeah. I thought that was interesting about um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg as well, the support that she felt like she had from her husband. And so the beauty of marriage, and I think that's one of the reasons why it's so important to have very pro-marriage um encouragement that continues to spread culturally and why I'm so glad we're going to have on Sister Miriam because this is a defense of the family. Just her living there, just her bringing this, it's going to be coming to the forefront um, culturally because mm-hmm. she has these five children with her husband. She has this long marriage with him where it's been supportive and she's adopted two kids as well and so she's yeah. provided that home and you can see the picture of their family. Like, these kids obviously feel loved. They there is There's a clear bond there that that really needs to it's not a it's not just a formula it's mm-hmm. actually a healthy natural structure and the catholic faith just infuses it with that supernatural connection on a whole nother level so i'm very yeah. excited and i'm and i can't get over the fact that um senator ginsburg not senator ginsburg <laughs> senator <laughs> feinstein uh said yeah, the dogma great too. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know the dogma lives loudly in you and the fact that they could have gone after her for anything but the fact that it's the dogma lives loudly in you how dare yeah. you have a catholic faith that yeah. radiates through your work and she and yet she, she's looking and she's like this is constitutional like i'm following the constitution the fact that you can that's what's the beauty of the catholic faith it's not like it's just a set of rules it actually infuses and and penetrates through all aspects of our life and so thank you god for mm-hmm. how many catholics that were daily communicants already on the court scalia was a catholic daily communicant we can look at thomas, uh, thomas. yeah and now it's like oh now we have a w- woman you know yeah, like coming well on we don't board. have her, potentially we, okay, so potentially she has been nominated by <laughs> president trump according to the constitution that was his job to nominate so he did now it's up to the senate to vote yes or or no Mm -hmm. so the senate's job is coming up and i guess we'll see how it all comes out there's no guarantee that she will be voted but it it looks like it's a good chance right Right. and the other thing i saw on facebook recently was this um pithy and i don't know exactly how it was worded but um a very pithy meme about how they were supporting biden for his quote-unquote catholic faith but then they were attacking justice bear it for her catholic faith and the reality is our catholic faith is is an encapsulation of truth the faith does not change right we don't get to be malleable with the truth the question is are you following it are you pretending like you're you're picking and choosing well i said last week don't ever nominate me to to become a judge don't ever put me into a position to run for public office because i tell you now i will absolutely use the catholic faith as my lens to make decisions okay i i am a catholic that is who i I am intrinsically uh through my baptism and my confirmation so i I, there's that's the lens to which i see the whole world I, i don't understand when people say well i'm catholic but it's you know no, that's, that's what I do privately. What I do publicly is something else. No, I'm sorry. You know, Jesus Christ died for me and for to save my soul. It will be the lens I see everything for the rest of my days. Well, and if we take our baptismal promises seriously, and we take the the fact that we have that 
gift of grace, of sanctifying grace, where the Holy Spirit gives us the gifts and the fruits of wisdom and counsel. And, you know, we and the list goes on. And you you want that to be able to permeate your lens. Yeah. Who wouldn't want wisdom to permeate their lens? Speaking of which, here in just a little bit, we'll be speaking with Mother Miriam of the Lamb of God. And hopefully this time I'll say it correctly from the Daughters of Mary, Mother of Israel's Hope. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she founded that order. I remember when she was Rosalind Moss. She was a, a convert from Judaism to the Catholic faith. Her story is pretty powerful, and she worked for many years for Catholic Answers. Because she's a convert. And she felt yeah. called to start to enter religious life, and she did. And now she's known as Mother Miriam of the Lamb of God. And she's going to be our guest here in just a little while. We're going to talk about uh, several things, the religious liberty and, and the persecution against the church. Uh, Tim covered the story over the weekend, the uh, Chaldean. Catholic Cathedral in El Cajon, California was defaced with swastikas and BLM. Biden's name showed up on the building. It was pretty crazy. Uh, but this is only one of 80 incidents that we, uh, we've had just in 2020 across the United States and in Canada of attacks on the church. I think it was last week I saw a video of people in broad daylight in Brooklyn, New York, walk up to a church, cross a fence, climb up and take down a statue of Our Lady Guadalupe mm. and then try to destroy it. It's Broad terrible. daylight, not in the middle of the night, not clandestine, just in front of everyone. Just go, and they thought they had the right to, to destroy because they said the statue was the wrong color. Wow. It's Our Lady of Guadalupe, by the way. Yeah. So, I mean, and we saw another incident, just I think it was over the weekend, uh, but last week in Louisiana, same thing, someone defaced a statue there because they said it was the wrong color. Mm. You know, so we're seeing these incidents all over the country, so we'll be discussing some of that with Mother Miriam, and then later in the program, Bree Dale joins us again. Uh, she is uh, an independent journalist, and she's covered many stories uh, for us. Uh, she's always excellent, but there was a breaking story about Cardinal Betchew being fired by Pope Francis over the weekend, and she'll be talking about that. Plus, Cardinal Zen is in Rome, hoping to talk to Pope Francis, but from what I understand, cannot get an audience. She's got a story. She'll give us a, a taste. Okay, I think it's being broke through EW10 and, and National Catholic Register, but she's mm-hmm. going to give us a taste of it, a little highlight reel before before the breaking uh, right here in just a little while. I want to remind you to uh, make sure you're you're staying connected to us. There's several ways to do that. Join our email list, get on our text list. Those are all great ways. But did you know you can capture podcast versions of the show and listen to them anytime you want? You can go to grnonline.com forward slash Monday, and you'll find all the podcasts of this particular show. But the podcast versions of our other GRN-produced shows are there as well. Just go to grnonline.com. But if you'll download the mobile app, it's free, and the new version that's coming is pretty slick. I'm very excited. Tim has seen a, a copy. David has seen a copy. But they are sworn to utter secrecy. Okay? Let me just tell you. I don't remember that. <laughs> Wait, am I supposed to be secret? <laughs> right, raise your right hand, Tim. Repeat after me. Uh, it's it's what's coming is even better than what's there, and what's there is not bad. So download that today. Go to your iOS or your Android store and download the Guadalupe Radio Network app. It's free and it's awesome. Great way to listen to your local station live twenty four seven. Get the podcast versions, and what's coming is even better. Right? Would you you would agree, right, Tim? Tim, you're, you're, yes. I, I was just, the, the blank secrecy. stare. The blank yeah, stare. You, I absolutely agree. Secrecy. I was actually just <laughs> focused on the video here because you know you guys look great with this new lighting in here. But the uh, but yeah, no, it's a great app. 
Yeah, praise God. So anyway, uh, get the mobile app today or find the podcast version of this show by look, going to grnonline.com forward slash Monday. Uh, what else is going on? Well, before More you go to break. News. Yeah, I was going to say, before you go to break, I want to make sure we know. Uh, so Wednesday began four days for life at f- uh, 588 locations around the world. So if you don't know if there's one near you, check out 40daysforlife.com. Um, if you want to join in Houston forward slash Houston, uh, we already saw seven saves on the first day wow, of four days for life, and then in and then in D.C., there's some news from the National Catholic Prayer Breakfast. We saw uh, uh, President Trump say that he was going to sign the Born Alive Executive Order to protect children who are prematurely born, disabilities, whatever their circumstances, that they will be protected under the law. And uh, he did sign that on Friday. And then Saturday, of course, we know about uh, Judge Barrett being nominated. And so we just want to keep continue to keep that in prayer. And um, and also, I would like to to just point you in the direction of Catherine Hadro, who did a fabulous EWTN pro-life weekly spot regarding a lot of these issues, especially the attacks that are going to be put upon um Judge Barrett as far as coming in the future for her Catholic faith. So I, I really like the way that the interview went. So um, I would highlight that. All right. Praise be to Jesus Christ and all things. Some good pro-life news. We need more of that, not less. Absolutely. I'm really hoping, and so a couple of things uh, that are coming up that I'm working on behind, secretly behind the scenes, but just do me a favor. Don't tell anybody. Okay? <laughs> okay. Keep this between us. But I'm really trying to get Eduardo Verastegui on. Oh, yeah. It's not because I got a man crush. I know what David was telling you. Okay. But no, it's they're not gonna true. think it's because that I have a crush. That's, a, that's <laughs> they're gonna be like, oh, there's this single lady in the room. <laughs> he's, Actually, he's not bad to look at. So Let's just be honest. I am super excited. I was super excited about Bella, but I'm super excited about the movie that they haven't released yet. I know. And so, I'm waiting for the release. So right now, uh, Jim Caviezel is making the rounds. We've all seen him on on the on news and elsewhere talking about Infidel, right? Mm-hmm. Good film. Yep. I'm sure he's going to get a lot of uh, a lot of great traction based on that film. And praise God for it. I uh, don't want to detract from that. And it is an that. important message. It is a very important message. But there's a film that I think is more important and that he also starred in, and it's called The Sound of Freedom. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen this film. I would love to see this film. I can't wait to see this film because it deals with a topic that I would love to see that gets way more traction than Infidel does. I know, Jim, please forgive me for it, but I just would love to see The Sound of Freedom do better because it deals with the the sex slave trade of of human beings across planet Earth. Specifically children. Specifically children. It is an atrocity. In my opinion, it is a crime that cries out to God for vengeance. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Absolutely. I, and Eduardo's in this film. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to connect with Eduardo's people to get him on the show to talk about two things. One is the film, Sound of Freedom. Uh-huh. And two is to talk about Eduardo's uh, Million Rosary Initiative. I mean, this is a guy who had a conversion to his faith and has now put his life and his life's work to the service of the kingdom mm-hmm. rather than his own uh, you know, praise and accolade and bank account. And uh, he is trying to, you know, change the world through living his faith and doing what he does and acting and, and performance. So I'm very inspired by that. And I think it's a great message. And so I'm hoping to get Eduardo on. So that's one thing I'm trying to get done. And I love the fact that it's like, I love underground operative type movies. Like, that's oh, that my what, kind you, of movie. You, you're like and a born legacy that, kind of guy? Oh, absolutely. That, yeah. And so, like, the Operation <laughs> Underground Railroad that has been run by Tim Ballard is definitely some a group that I think deserves to be highlighted in an and I saw um, a little interview 
uh, with him. And it was fascinating to me because my, my, my biggest concern with these kind of films is always like, are you showing too much? Like, will your, will your enemies figure something out based on, you know, how you rescue children? And he yeah. was very clear that they are going to be, that they're, it, it gets the message out there without putting anyone at risk. And I was like, okay, let's watch this action movie and yeah. spread the word. The fact that there is, there are groups like uh, Operation Underground Railroad or, I mean, even locally, there's, uh, there's so many. I know locally here, there's Second Cup if you like coffee and dancing. Um, and they okay. support human trafficking <laughs> to, to stop human trafficking, I should yeah. say. Um, or like if you want to, if you want to get more involved, yeah. there's several. So I'm not going to go through the list. I would but, love to tackle yeah. that topic and get some great guests. Eduardo was one of them. I'd love to talk to Tim Ballard. I don't have a connection with him, but I'm, I'll work on that, I guess. It'd be great to get Tim on the program just to discuss this very important topic and what uh, what can be done, because it's real. It, they are teams of people who make it their living to kidnap and abduct children for the trade, and it happens in our neighborhoods. It's not some far-off, distant place. Mm-hmm. It's right where we live, and so it's very important that we, uh, that we tackle this topic. That's on the agenda, and then I'm also trying to get Father Altman on mm-hmm. to talk about about uh, voting from a Catholic perspective. He's took, mm-hmm. taken a lot of heat lately uh, for a video he put out. He's uh, he's going through some some issues with his bishop as a result. And so it'd be great to get his take on all of that well, and, fortunately, and some input on that. He has not been silenced, and he has his own website. And I'm forgetting what the website is. I'll have to have that for the next show. But he um, is still continuing to put out material. Yeah. So so we, I really want to be supportive of him as well. So we're hoping to get him on. And, uh, and that much, much more is coming your way especially in the new year great big huge awesome juicy plans are coming your way for uh, the guadalupe radio network and i hope you'll stick around for it uh, i can't tell you i just sworn to secrecy but i can all i can say is some awesome things are headed your way and we're grateful that you are part of the guadalupe radio network family we're going to go to a break we're going to come back hopefully we'll have mother miriam of the lamb of god on the line to talk about religious persecution religious liberty voting with a catholic conscience uh what does it mean to vote with a catholic conscience what are the five non-negotiables what does it mean to inform one's conscience and then exercise that with our civic duty all of that is coming up in just about uh, I don't know, a couple of minutes from now right here on your Guadalupe Radio Network station. We'll be right back. You're listening to GRN Alive. Now is a great time to call 877-757-9424. I had known about the station for a long time, but I have to confess I never tuned in. Perhaps I was biased, but then that changed. Actually, once I started listening, I, I, I kept the dial where it was at. I like Teresa Tamio and Al Crest. I just like their personalities. Call the Communion with Dr. Dave Anders and uh, More to Life with Pop Checks. I really, really love the show. I've learned a lot. But you know, also, I, I really like that there's prayers interspersed. I get a lot more praying done in the day that I wouldn't otherwise. We want to support the radio station for sure. The Guadalupe Radio Network. Catholic Radio. Radio for your soul. If you did not get a chance to give during the 20th anniversary Fall share you can still go online at grnonline.com and donate to your local station. We thank you for your generosity and pray that God richly blesses you for your kindness. You are in our prayers daily, and we so appreciate your help in keeping the airwaves Catholic. Again, you can donate now at grnonline.com. God bless. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We're currently cruising at 39,000 feet. We'll turn that seatbelt sign off for you and let you move about the cabin. Looks like we'll have you at the gate and plenty of time for you to get to confession before mass this evening. Wouldn't it be great if everyone regularly went to confession? Why not start today? A friendly suggestion from Guadalupe Radio Network. Hello from the studios of Guadalupe Radio Network. My name is Janelle and I'm a student at the University of St. Thomas. Can you believe Guadalupe Radio Network is 20 years old? That's older than me. GRN has been able to grow and flourish for so many years thanks to the grace of God, the intercession of Our Lady, and thanks to volunteers and listeners like you. So GRN can continue to grow and change lives. Please visit grnonline.com to see how you can help. Once again, that's grnonline.com. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to GRN Alive Monday edition. I'm your host, Joe McLean, and it is excellent to be with you. Joining us live on the show right now is Mother Miriam of the Lamb of God from Daughters of Mary, Mother of Israel's Hope. Good morning, Mother. Good morning, Joe. How good to be with you. Uh, it's good to have you on. Thank you for uh, being with us today. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Real quick, I, I want to talk about uh, several things. Religious liberty, religious persecution, voting with a Catholic conscience. My heart is saddened by all of the continuing attacks against churches and our statuary and our faith all across the country. Before we dive into that conversation, let me just get the, the, the update. How are you, Mother, and how is your community? Oh, well, we're fine, dear Joe. Um the community is fine. Uh, I, I probably should leave it at that. We're still in Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, and we, we do need to find a new home. So, but all, all of that is still good and in God's time. Praise be to Jesus. You yourself have a radio show. I think it's heard on Stations of the Cross, if I'm not mistaken. That's right, Joe. Well, praise God for that. Uh, and I'm so grateful you uh, carved out some time for us this morning. And I know this is well, a topic. I, love you all. I know this is a topic you have been talking about on your show, which is part of the reason why I invited you. Um, from your perspective, I mean, I, I'm not trying to date your mother, but you've been around a while and you've seen a lot of things. Uh, uh, has it ever been like this before in your life experience? No, and uh, in America, I don't think it's been like this in anyone's life experience. It is definitely unique times. Um, how concerned ought we to be as Catholics about persecution against the church right now? As concerned as we are about our own life and eternity. Can you elaborate? Uh, there's no, it, it's uh, 200%. Uh, we are on the verge of losing our freedoms, um, not just special freedoms of the United States, but at the moment, we are plunging toward a communistic state mm. where all our freedoms will be gone. Right now, uh, it is an un I, I hope I don't introduce this too early, Joe, but um, it to me is I, I want to say shocking. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be over dramatic, but an unbelievable thing that Catholics are the ones I want to say above all that are really threatening the vote that will continue our liberty. Catholics who want to vote for the Democratic candidate. 
that is a vote for our death, not just the death of millions of babies, Joe, as you know, and, and euthanasia and same-sex marriage and every sort of atrocity that is absolutely against God, but it is the death of our very freedom. Uh, we don't know what it is to be um, in jail, and we are putting ourselves there, Joe. Uh, go ahead. I don't know if, I, well, I, if I've answered your question, but <laughs> I don't think we could be more concerned yeah. than we should be now for individually, of course, mm. because we will have, we will, if we do not vote for our current president, we will have personally caused our doom. We're talking with Mother Miriam of the Lamb of God, and uh, we're talking about religious liberty, ca- voting with a Catholic conscience. Now, this is a difficult topic. It usually creates much uh, uh, consternation, much, much angst around dining room tables and family gatherings and, and in the public square. There seems to be no discourse these days, for sure. But uh, we've covered this topic before, especially with Bishop Strickland just a few weeks ago. We talked to Mother about the five non-negotiables. Yes. And, uh, you know, these are things that are always and every time intrinsically evil. So there's no gray area in them. Uh, abortion, a so-called same-sex marriage, uh, euthanasia, cloning. And what's the fifth one, Teresa? you got to turn your mic on if you're going to answer the question. Same-sex marriage. Same-sex marriage. I already named that one. Okay. I'm, In vitro I'm, fertilization. Okay. I, I, I pulled it out of nowhere for you. But at any rate, we talked about these things, and I think a lot of Catholics, this is where the whole inform your conscience and then vote your conscience gets in trouble, because for a lot of Catholics, Mother, they just don't understand why those five things are so important. And we think that, well, not we, uh, meaning you and I, Joe, but many people, but again, tragically Catholics, they think we are, the, the church is a man-made religion. Mm-hmm. It is not. We uh, believe these things and then uh, hopefully teach them because it is what God has given us. God is, God exists whether we believe it or not. He exists. Um, and God is the author of life. And if you look at every one of these things, Joe, um, as you know, uh, they all have to do with life from beginning to end. You, th- you did mention euthanasia. I'm trying to think of the one, the other one. Um, from beginning to end, it's life. And, um, and so God is the author of life. We cannot um, kill a baby in its mother's womb, thou shalt not kill. That is murder. There is no difference between killing a baby in its mother's womb than just shooting your five-year-old son at home. Mm. There's no difference. Absolutely no difference. And people say, well, um, you know, but there's other issues. There's immigration. There's look what's going on at the border and climate change and all of that. Uh, I acknowledge these issues. Um, but I've, I've, uh, I've asked before if you were a mother and you had a choice at the moment, you were given a choice and you had no choice but to make this choice to put a knife through your child and rip that baby apart, cut off its arms and legs and kill it on the spot versus having that child not by your choice put in a cage at the border. Is uh, putting children in cages, is that cruel? Is the whole immigration issue uh, 
a catastrophe a thousand times yes but if the mother had to make that choice there's no mother that would make the choice kill the child versus put that child in a cage at least you have time to save that life Hmm. Um, and so abortion is the direct murder of a child euthanasia again is the direct murder of an elderly or um, uh, a a terminally ill person again it's god's uh, prerogative i should say is it he is the only one to give life and to take it and if we interfere that's why homosexual uh, homosexuality which is one of the five and same-sex marriage is an abomination and it's Mm. an intrinsic evil because it stops life it stops life two men two women cannot produce life yeah amen we're talking with mother miriam of the lamb of god daughters of mary uh, mother of israel's hope is her community we're talking about religious liberty voting from a catholic perspective informing one's conscience that these, these are difficult topics and and again as i said a minute ago they tend to start arguments uh, more than they start dialogue and i think that's a sad part of our affairs too but i, I want to make a correlation an obvious one and i want you to chime in however you feel about what i'm about to say i feel like what you have to say is valuable to us you are a convert from judaism we yes. all remember the holocaust well some of us admit it anyway so others still don't admit it but i know amazing the the slaughter of human beings because of their ethnic background uh it's not unique to jews that many people the armenians for instance have gone through it the rwandans right. it, it happened in rwanda it's happening in nigeria right now it happens in china with the uyghurs i mean it's it's a thing that happens when evil is allowed to cre- creep up unchecked having said that do you see a future in which catholics could also see actual bloodshed in america because they're they're practicing catholics I uh, I don't think that's too far off, Joe. I think it's upon us. I think that if going on in the schools we have communism now taught in our schools Uh, children are being taken from homes all of that Um, I think that if the wrong party gets in we can also see ethnic Cleansing. 
um, I, I'm trying to remember a statement that Hillary Clinton made, religious convictions must be opposed or something like that. And I'm not quoting her exactly, but no, we're not going to tolerate. They must be taken care of rather than killed. Right now they're being killed. Um, so we either will put life um, uh, on, uh, life will win or death will win. And I think it's the Catholic vote, not because Catholics are the most numerous people in the country, but because um, they have put in the last few presidents. Our vote is crucial, and right now, but they don't see the issues. They don't see what has been called, rightly so, the party of death. They mm. don't see it, and that astounds me. Amen. What fascinates me, too, Mother, is the fact that the, you know, we see a vice president that has been chosen who has come out and specifically said, we're going to come after your guns. The whole reason for gun rights is to prevent the government from coming in <laughs> and taking over. That's the You're that's right. the purpose of that amendment that was found from our founding fathers, because um, there was a concern that there would be some sort of ruling king again that they did not want to establish. And you've got she's come out and she has actually, you know, when she was just a G.A., you know, just a general attorney there in California, she went in and had David Daleiden's footage where he is showing evidence of Planned Parenthood and these group and these other groups actually committing murder, actually yeah. profiting from the death of children mm. and outside of the womb and using their body parts and trafficking. And she made sure that footage was stopped because they had a political discussion, you know, during their of political course. discussion. So like we have this woman who's come in and she has attacked crisis pregnancy centers and the Supreme Court stopped legal action that she was trying to help enforced as uh, as her when during her role as senator like this yeah. has been going on and so here we have a situation where people are saying well these children are being caged at the border guess who was involved in that the potential president that you're looking at voting at voting yeah. for and want to say also the potential vice president not yeah. the vice president well, right. we, yes. we are just about out of time with mother miriam we have uh we're gonna be going to a break and then talking with Bree dale here mother miriam i'm gonna give you last uh, last words here uh, before we have to say goodbye because i know your show starts at the top of the hour Beloved, the truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. And not only can you not vote, as Father Altman said, uh, Democrat, and be a Catholic in good standing, um, but you may not refuse to vote. How I'm talking so strongly. We have an obligation to vote. And the lack of a vote is a vote for the party of death. The only thing for evil to prevail is for good men to be silent. All right. Mother Miriam of the Lamb of God, thank you very much for your time today yes, and for your you. strong witness.
bless you for all you do. God Our, bless you. God bless you as well. We're going to go to a quick break. You're listening to GRN Alive. Now is a great time to call 877-757-9424. Thank you for listening to the Guadalupe Radio Network and being part of the family. As family, we have a duty to pray for each other, and we would be honored if you would let us pray with you and for you. You don't even have to tell us your name. Just go to our website, grnonline.com, or call our prayer request line and leave us a message at 800-395-4008. That's 800-395-4008. We will be praying for you every day. I don't know why I turned on my radio because I've kept my radio off for years, you know, because there's so much trash. And once I turned it on, I was absolutely hooked. I actually was gone from the Catholic Church. Welcome back to the uh, Guadalupe Radio Network, GRN Alive Monday. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Joining us from Rome uh, is Bree Dale. She is an independent journalist. Uh, we've had her on many times. Bree, it's good to see you again. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate you uh, you uh, coming, allowing me to come back to this show. Yeah, praise Jesus. Uh, you've always got uh, you've always got the lowdown, let's just say, on some breaking stories. And there's two big stories I want to talk about uh, while we have time across the Guadalupe Radio Network. And I'm hoping you'll stick around for what we call the after show on social media, our live video feed until 9:30. But we can continue our conversation. But let's dive into it. Uh, there's a breaking story that came out on Friday. Cardinal Becciu, who was uh, prefect for the doctor or for the uh, for the uh, community that uh, des- decides who gets to be sent to the Pope for becoming a saint or not, uh, with the congregation—that's the word I was looking for. Uh, in a quiet little tidbit, we were told on Friday, "Hey, he's no longer the boss there, and he now has no voting rights in the next conclave." That's kind of huge news uh, that slipped under the carpet. What's really going on with that? Well, CNA has done an amazing job following this story. Um, my hat tip to J.D. Flynn and um, Ed Condon for this because they have really been keeping up on uh, Cardinal Betchew. Um it, it does seem that he has had quite a bit of um, handed um, or hands on to a lot of um really interesting and maybe um, concerning mm. uh, financial uh, mismanagement, uh, one of it being the London properties. A lot of people may not know about this, but money was used to purchase a uh, property in London um, or a, a few properties in London, one of which um, was was really mishandled, it seems, um, lots and lots of money poured down the drain for that. And once it was discovered that they were, the Vatican was actually losing money on a, you know, central London property, which doesn't make sense, right? Um, mm. the Vatican then, um, under Betchew, um, tried to quickly get rid of that, 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 um, property. So there is still ongoing discussions on how that happened and why it happened. And then all of a sudden, um, we heard word. From the Italian press, um, La Espresso um, was, I think, the one to break the story that um, supposedly uh, another Peter's Pence situation has now occurred. And um, Betchew had diverted monies from Peter's Pence. This is according to, again, La Espresso, um, to uh, to some questionable um, mm. investments under his brother. Now, um, Betchew has done a, um, a, a select group, actually invited a select group of 
um, individuals from the press for a press conference after all of this took place. And he claims that uh, nothing that he did was illegal and that um, his brother was also involved with um, wooden door making or something to that effect. And he was, you know, helping invest um, in, in, you know, small business, something to that effect. But he kept going back and saying, nothing I did was illegal. Nothing I did was illegal. So mm. he didn't deny that these things happened. He just said that they weren't illegal. So I, 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 I frankly think this is not the, the last that we uh, we hear from um, Cardinal Betchew. Um there's also very um, interesting concerns on the fact that um, he was directly he, he reported directly under Cardinal Paroline. Mm. And um, we know that at the beginning of this past year, um, 2020, uh, there was a police raid on the secretariat of state here in the Vatican. And so um, there are questions to whether or not some of this was uncovered um, even back then. Yeah, I saw several reports uh, about this story, and one of them actually tried to make a a connection between that raid and several people being either relieved of their command or resigning or being fired as a result to that raid. Um, And And that did happen. That did happen. Um, And the conjecture is that Betsy is a very powerful guy with lots of uh, good friends that uh, made sure that those people that were involved got punished. And yet, so what does it mean when Pope Francis says you're no longer the boss in your congregation, you no longer have voting rights at the next conclave, seems like a very severe punishment, and yet he's allowed to retain the hat, he's allowed to retain the cardinal's apartment. I mean, so how are we as lay faithful supposed to interpret all of that? Yeah, that's a good question. And frankly, I don't think it's... the last that we're going to hear about this story. I think um, this may be the Vatican getting ahead of some other scandals that could be breaking. Again, and this is just conjecture at this point because it is such a serious um it was such a, a serious response from the Pope, and we we hear that. Um, uh, when this all came went down, um, there was a, a good deal of raised voices um, in the hall with uh, Cardinal Betu and um, Pope Francis. So <laughs> we 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 do expect to hear more about what has occurred here. I again, I don't.
be arrested at any time because of the new um, national security law and because he's been speaking out so much. Um, but he said that um, if it looks like the Beijing uh, approved and blessed bishop um, that uh, seems to be um, a favorite of Cardinal Perilin and Cardinal Tong, um, and ends up being the, you know, installed as the Bishop of Hong Kong, that he um, he knows that he has done his job and he's going to walk away. He's going to walk away. He's going to go silent and he's not going to, he's not going to speak out further. He said, my last act of, uh, of protest will be to uh, completely withdraw and, uh, and then to put in my last will and testament that I don't want to be buried in the cathedral. I want to be buried amongst my people and the faithful um, who, who were in the church in china we're talking with brie dale she is an independent journalist and uh she's always got the best information greatest sources i don't know maybe someday you'll tell us who those are but uh a journalist can never give away their sources isn't that the old no. rule but uh uh we've been talking about bet you and cardinal zen two great stories coming out of the vatican no one's better than the other uh, as far as uh, heroes of the church versus people involved in scandal, you know, and we're about to run out of time here, but in the after show, maybe we continue the conversation. And I know Teresa is wanting to jump in. We've been having some technical difficulties in the background and Tim and David have been working on. So, uh, Bree, thanks for your patience and hanging out with us for the radio side. But don't go anywhere. We're going to stick around for the after show starting in just a few minutes. Uh, dear listener, thank you for being a part of the Guadalupe Radio Network family and uh, listening to GRN Alive and Friday. You can catch the podcast versions of our show on our website at grnonline.com. Be sure to look for Bree's interview with Cardinal Zinn. I guess it's on EWTN where we're going to find it, Bree? It'll be on EWTN. Yeah, and register. All right, so tune in there to get the lowdown with Cardinal Zinn coming up this week, but stick around for the after show here in just a few minutes. And don't forget to download the Guadalupe Radio Network mobile app to search your iOS and your Android store for the Guadalupe Radio Network. The new version is going to be super slick and it's coming soon. We'll see you next time. May God richly bless you. Thank you for listening to GRN Alive. From the studios of the Guadalupe Radio Network. For more faith, fun and facts, join our email list. Just text the letters GRN to the number 42828. That's GRN to the number 42828. Did you know that the Knights of Columbus donated over $175 million to charity and volunteered over 75 million hours last year? They accomplished this with almost 2 million members. And with you joining the Knights of Columbus, we can give you an outlet to get involved. This is merely an opportunity, not an obligation, and your level of involvement will be completely up to you and your family. Join online today at www.knights.net. That's www.knights.net. Blessed be God. Blessed be His holy name. Blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be His most sacred heart. Blessed be His most precious blood. Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit of Paraclete. 
Blessed be the great Mother of God, Mary most holy. Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be Saint Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. 